1: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
2: I don't even have my MacBook out. I don't need any notes for this. Just got back from Brooklyn off the train. Uh, Another loss for the Brooklyn Nets. (laughs) Where do I begin? I mean, I guess I'll tell the story. You know, I'm sure, you know, if anybody heard Evan and Tiki today, Evan spoke about how he had tickets to the game and he invited me to the game. And honestly, I hadn't been back to Brooklyn since opening night. I gave that a long pause so you could think about that. I used to go to every home game. I used to be in the block. Shout out to the Brooklyn Brigade. I feel for y'all. It's not the same anymore. (laughs) Our run is over. It's quiet for us. I'm sitting up there with Evan and Tiki and loogie like let's go nets defense for no reason and then i thought about it i got a show tonight i can't lose my voice yelling and screaming for no reason they're gonna find a way to lose so you know evan hit me with the ticket and i didn't i didn't need the ticket i have a media credential and uh i i took him up on sitting in the seat because usually i just pull up i go sit with the block or i go kick it with capper and carino or uh we used to have a suite like b114 or b14 something like that so whatever I drive to the station. Lugie's on at 7. I park, come up, wait for Lugie to finish his show. We take the train down. We get off the train. It's packed. I showed Evan and Tiki. I'm like, yo, this it's Knicks and Nets. This is New York. It's the most New York thing you could do tonight. The energy in there was obviously New York, New York forever. I I, I knew the Knicks were going to find a way to win. I was happy that the Nets competed. Whatever. Back to the story. There's probably 100 people outside trying to get in. First quarter is well underway. It's like, I don't know, by this time, it's almost 8 o'clock. Lugie and I dip to the left side. We see Cam Newton going in the Qatar Airways VIP section. Cam Newton, not for nothing. Cam Newton was on Good Morning Football. He had Brandon Marshall with him. Cam Newton is all of, like, 6'4", damn near 6'5", with that top hat. I was like, I... I knew that was Cam Newton when I saw him, but we dipped down to the media entrance. Didn't wait in line at all. Nobody goes down to the far left side. Anyway, we slide in. It's three and a half minutes left in the first, but the Nets are up and the Nets had leads and the Nets were hanging with the Knicks. And they made you think all right, there's some pride, there's some effort coming back from Cali. The Brooklyn Nets want to defend home turf, home court, their arena. Just waiting for the inevitable. Shout out to Tiki Barber and uh, Evan drinking their Modelo Micheladas. (laughs) Tiki is a magnet. I walked out with Tiki to get a drink. And as soon as we walked out, I turned to the left. Somebody had their phone out. And I'm like, paparazzi. It's a Hall of Famer. Soon to be Tiki Barber. They're not looking for me. They're looking for Tiki. Anyway, man, I know Knicks fans want to call up. And you should. 877-337-6666, 877-337-6666, and celebrate your team. It's your time. Nets fans, we had our time. We had our run. KD Kyrie never lost to the Knicks. Never lost. Undefeated. Never never lost. Big ball of bread. Like, we had our run. How many did they beat them? Like, eight times in a row? Now the Knicks are running their, their streak up. What's that, five times in a row? Four times? Maybe go back to last year, maybe four times in a row now? And uh yeah, it was it was a good vibe, good energy in there. Walking around, there was a lot <laughs> The Nets missed so many shots. I'm just like, can they can they put Cam Thomas in the game? Can they put Cam Thomas in the game and have our microwave scorer actually put the ball in the hoop? Mikael Bridges balled. Nick Claxton had a career high in rebounds. And uh, ultimately, you just knew, man. You just knew they came out in the second half, and I think they went up like nine. So it was like, all right, maybe Jacques Vaughn coached them up. Maybe Jacques Vaughn got to these guys, and maybe they're gonna nah. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. But shout out to Mikael Bridges and Dennis Smith Jr. Cam should have had more minutes, but they consistently go back to this. Like Cam is young. Cam is a liability. Rather have Dennis Smith Jr. in with five fouls for defense. The only guys that can create their shot on the Brooklyn Nets are Cam Thomas and Mikael Bridges. Mikael wasn't trying to lose. He wasn't trying to lose to his, uh, his college homies. It, it looked like he, he came out on a mission. Even his running mate, Cam Johnson, came out on a mission. There was a point in time in the like start of the fourth quarter where it was... Royce O'Neal, Dennis Smith Jr., Lonnie Walker fourth, Cam Thomas, Nick Claxton on the floor versus uh, Miles McBride, Josh Hart, Precious Achua, Quentin Grimes, and OG Ananobi. And I'm like, this is the group, right? This is the group. You guys got to beat this group before they put Brunson and Randall back in the game. OG was doing the scoring. Lonnie Walker was trying to match him. But all in all, you just knew the inevitable. You knew what was coming. The Knicks fans got stronger As the game got later, once Brunson came back in, he hit a three. And, I mean, you could hear Barkley Center turn into the garden. The Let's Go Knicks chance. We were trying to drown them out. Boo, Let's Go Nets. Couldn't. Couldn't. This is New York. These New York Knicks fans have been here a lot longer. 11 years the Nets have been in Brooklyn. I know the Nets' history, they've bounced around. But, yeah, the Knicks fans are alive and well, and they should be. 877-337-6666. It's your time. You're not supposed to lose to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets find a way to lose consistently. You can bank on it. I think Evan Roberts put a bet on it. He knew it was coming. When I signed off, I'm like, hey, hopefully we pull this one out. But (laughs) Tiki Barber dipped. I followed up with Tiki. Tiki goes out of the front door. I'm sitting there like, come on. I think Dorian Finney-Smith hit a three and... Then I watched them unravel and I ran, I ran, I ran to get on the three train. And as I put Capper and Carino on in my ear, I heard the sequence, the Josh Hart hustle play the, the nets getting out hustled on their floor. It ends in a Julius Randall two hand slam. And yeah, that's it. That's it. You hear let's go. Nick's chance. I'm reading Twitter. Everybody's talking about if I own the nets I fire, everybody I fire. Sean Marks, fire. they're not firing anybody. Jacques Vaughn is confident as ever. I mean, when they lost to the Clippers, he's sitting there smiling with his arms crossed. There's nothing to worry about. He says he's very confident in the team right now. They, they find a way to lose so many games. I don't know where he's getting that confidence from. But Knicks fans should have confidence that however the game goes, whatever kind of game you're in, you have a coach and you have star players that are going to close. They're going to get you to win. It doesn't have to be pretty, win ugly, stack wins. And right now, the New York Knicks are stacking wins. Like Tommy says, they have some dudes, they have some dogs, they're doing damage. I'm not even mad at it. I understand what's going on. I understand what's going on. The Nets have a team that doesn't look like it was built correctly, doesn't look like they belong on the floor together. No true point guard. You know, you even heard Jacques Vaughn talk about how you want another ball handler out there with Cam. Cam is getting blitzed, getting double team. He's trying to pass the ball. He's not looking for his shot in the limited amount of time. He's out there. You're not going to beat the Knicks. You're not going to beat Dante DiVincenzo, the big Ragu. You're not going to beat Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, these guys. They know it's their time. New York forever, whatever, whatever. You know, the Knicks run the city and all that. And I'm happy for my friends that are Knicks fans. I'm happy for the listeners That are Knicks fans, because when you had the superstars, the big three down there, you had to stay down. I know a lot of fans actually did switch sides and say, I'm going to go rock with Brooklyn. And as soon as you do that, Brooklyn is a mess. And the Knicks have figured it out. And they got a nice little squad with about three weeks until the trade deadline. I think less now, two weeks until the trade deadline. Yeah, about two weeks and two days until the trade deadline where they can add another piece and be a serious contender in the east. And the Nets, I don't know what the hell they think they're doing. I don't know what they think they're doing. Yeah, February 8th, two weeks and two days. Um, Paulie gave me the February 8th date. I know when the NBA trade deadline is. I'm waiting for them to punt. I'm waiting for the Nets to sell off everybody, but they're, you know, they got some kind of plan and they don't have to sell off everybody, but they do have to make some kind of move. And for the Nets fans listening, I've been pretty vocal about this on the Talking Nets podcast and on air Like, for what? I mean, why try to make a move to add, a let's say, a DeJounte Murray to this team so you can get in the play in the first round and get swept again? Oh, let me guess. Ben Simmons is coming back. I saw Ben Simmons get a little pregame work in. (laughs) For what? So he could go back in, shower, and put his uh, fashionista fit on, put his uh, designer glasses and his sweater on. Like, this is what the Brooklyn Nets have turned into. They're a joke. They're a joke. The fans can't even get behind the team. The fans are there trying to fight, trying to hold their ground. But nope, all in all, it's another loss. All in all, good for the Knicks and good for the Knicks fans. Stay down till you come up. That's a big win against the in-town rival, cross-town rival. And a game with that, like, you could have lost that game. You definitely could have lost that game. So the Knicks win 108-103 to move on to 27-17. and 17. Ill. the Brooklyn Nets have as many wins as the Knicks have losses. The Brooklyn Nets are 17-26, and 26, and if you just look, because I saw some people on Twitter tagging me, there's a screenshot floating around of all the losses and four wins that the Nets have been able to get since December 14th. They beat the worst team in the NBA back-to-back games, the Pistons. They had one win against OKC that they were able to get. They caught OKC in Brooklyn. They caught LeBron and AD on Friday. That was exciting. I didn't see that coming. But how did they get that win? Cam Thomas went crazy. They had no answer for him. And the rest of the guys picked it up. But it seems like every time Cam goes off, they just want to go away from the young man. Trade him then. Let him go do that somewhere else then. I don't really want that as a Nets fan. I want to see our homegrown talent flourish, but... Congrats to the Knicks fans, man. You have Jalen Brunson, who signed here. You have Julius Randle, who signed here. You have these little moves that you made. You signed DiVincenzo. You bring in a Josh Hart via trade. OG Ananobi via trade. I mean, you didn't even have Isaiah Hartenstein tonight. No problem. Nick Claxton had his way on the boards, but it wasn't like that decided the game at all. I'm pulling up the box score now. Like I said, I don't even need any notes for this. <laughs> this is off the top of the head. This is off the top of the dome. Yeah, Nick Claxton got his rebounds. Did he score 10? No, he had eight. Spencer Dinwiddie, ew. Spencer Dinwiddie just like, that's somebody that you literally have to trade in the next two weeks and two days. I'm in there like, Spencer, just get on the board. Just get a bucket. 0 for 4, didn't even want to shoot. They take him out in the end of the game. I don't know. I don't know. This sucks. At least I got the New Jersey Devils. Shout out to the Devils. Maybe I should have went to the uh, Sweep the Deck gala over there at the Rock instead. Nah, I had to go to Brooklyn tonight. I had to pull up on Lugie and uh, Tiki and Evan for Knicks-Nets. It's just, it's not a rivalry. And I guess it wasn't a rivalry when it was lopsided the other way. But it's definitely not a, a rivalry now. The Knicks... They, they look like, I was saying to Evan, I'm like, Evan, it looks like the Nets are trying really hard and the Knicks are just kind of like hanging out, knowing that if they keep it close, they can close the game out and the Knicks, the Nets can't, and they did that. They did that. So 877-337-6666. We'll start off with the Knicks-Nets conversation, and it's a deeper conversation. It's a tale of two sides of, of town. I mean, I could speak to it. I'm a New Jersey Nets fan following the team coming to Brooklyn I've seen all these different iterations of the Brooklyn Nets but man this is one of the this is one of the the saddest times Nets fans are disgusted with this team and they have talent they're just not playing to their talent level they supposedly have a good coach a good basketball mind a veteran a a coach that played in the league don't matter he's not getting the most out of these guys and for the Knicks it is your time you should be happy about this team Knicks fans have struggled. Knicks fans have watched terrible teams. You've watched the Nets smack you consecutive seasons in a row, dominate you. KD talk about you. Now, where is KD? Where's Kyrie? Now Mikhail Bridges is trying to be KD. He can't do it on his own. And they won't even allow Cam Thomas to uh, you know, go out there and do his thing. So, yeah, congrats to the Knicks. That's another win against the Brooklyn Nets. You own the Nets now. You've always owned the city, but. You get to stand on business. You get to beat your chest a little bit. And uh, look at your team as they're stacking wins and they're a move away from challenging in the East. Speaking of challenging in the East, <laughs> the uh, second-place Bucks what are they, 30-13? and 13? Yeah. We get the news today that the Bucks have fired Adrian Griffin, and that was in the middle of the day. I don't know, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock? And before we even get to 11 o'clock, Doc Rivers... Is taking that job. Doc Rivers coming right out of the TV analyst spot, taking the job. <laughs> and I, I could talk about that forever. They love Giannis. They want to paint Giannis as this funny, nice guy. You know, Giannis, he's the guy that, you know, they added Damian Lillard to that team. They're all in for this season. They know they got to win the chip. And uh, I saw a quote about, you know, it didn't take long for Giannis to begin changing plays and refusing to sub out of games. Trust was lost quickly. Uh, Giannis is the reason Griffin was even given the job, and he got him right up out of there. And we'll see what Doc Rivers does. But I know I was listening to Loogie today. Loogie was celebrating that because everybody knows Doc Rivers' track record in the playoffs. Knicks fans probably would love a series against the Bucks, knowing what we know about Doc. But eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We'll start with the Knicks Nets game. That just went down in Brooklyn. I was there. Shout out to you if you were there. If you're driving home, drive safe. Call a fan. Tell me what you felt in the arena, what you saw. I know what I saw. We'll talk, of course, about Giannis and Dame and the Bucks and Griffin. And now Doc Rivers getting that job. And I know everybody wants to talk about the Hall of Fame, right? Everybody wants to have that baseball conversation. We'll do that at some point.
1: Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?